The information in this podcast is general information and not advice. Sanford Financial is authorised under Australian Credit Licence Number 541480. Further information is available at stanfordfinancial.net. Hello and welcome to On The Couch With Steve, a podcast where we help you to navigate the world of buying, selling and renting real estate. I'm your host, Matt. Uh, I'm filling in for Steve, obviously. He's away at the moment. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the latest RBA announcement. And I'm joined by Steve Beach from Stanford Financial. So, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Straight into it. Yes, Uh, yes. So what happened? What what? Where are we at? What was the latest announcement? So the latest announcement, they uh, did announce that they're pausing interest rates again. So the cash rate does remain at 4.1%. Woohoo! So uh, so big, big sigh of relief there. Um, A a few few good points that that came out of, um, I guess, yesterday's meeting um, was uh, in regards to inflation did actually increase um, for the first time in the last few months. So it went from 4.9 back up to 5.2. So there were a few people that were anticipating that we may have seen a rate rise, um, but I think they've made the right decision and and kept it on hold because we are four whole points up from uh, where we were May last year. Yes. Um, So I think a lot of the damage has been done and they're still just sort of waiting to see what happens. Yep. Big thing that I think also made rates go put on pause was um, the cost of oil uh, has has increased due to their stopping the the as much supply, so they've reduced the workload yes. uh, overseas, which, um, as we know, it pushes up petrol prices and fuel prices. So um, with that comes, you know, it's two dollars twenty. I think is now the average for for just standard unleaded petrol. Yep. Um, now this, you know, it hurts us just going and filling up our fuel. But the biggest thing with it is, is everything that gets transported in this country also needs fuel. Requires fuel. Um, yeah. So the cost of transport is going to go up, which means the cost of purchasing any services or goods like woolies and coals or like everyday stuff um, will start to go up, which ultimately will reduce the, the the budget that we have to spend, which in turn yes. reduces inflation. So um, I think it was definitely a wise decision for them to put it on hold. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, what 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 do you think it means? Obviously, they've they've held. Um, you know, we've had we've heard many predictions here um, from you guys about where you thought it was going to end up towards the end of the year. Do you still think that it's going to continue um, on that trajectory that you originally forecast? I I think there's probably been a few adjustments made. Like I think we we've been talking a lot about um, pause, 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 and then we should start seeing some rate cuts early next year. Um, I guess there's been a couple of big economic surveys that have gone out. They've asked all the um, senior economists of all the major banks. Yep. Um, pretty much all the major banks, other than NAB, have predicted that that we will still not see any more rate rises. Um, NAB okay. have anticipated if not next month, potentially December, we may see one rate rise. Um, I'm probably not leaning that way. I still think we'll, we'll still, still see pauses um, mm-hmm. consistently now for the next few months. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how, I guess this is the oil prices and stuff like that and how that's gonna affect the economy as, the impact, as we go. Yeah. So um, particularly where it always gets a little bit scary over Christmas time because everyone takes holidays. It's ultimately Christmas, everyone spends a lot of money. Then there's New Year's, school holidays. Um, yes. There is a fairly large expenditure, and and that's a big reason why the RBA don't meet in January because there there isn't too much inflation for the month of Fair December. Enough. Yes. Um, so they sort of kind of average out the quarter, and then they meet in February to um to make a bit more of an informed decision from there. Okay, perfect. And I guess then uh, leading on to that, so 
obviously we've seen rates hold now four months in a row. Um, are we seeing that hurting when it comes to people actually applying for mortgages? Are, are we seeing that slow? Are we seeing that increase? Is it staying steady? What, what's kind of happening in that space? Um, a big thing for us, um, we're seeing probably more applications coming in at the moment, um, not only for refinancing, um, so people with existing mortgages trying to get a better deal or just reduce those repayments once yes. they've come off um, these, you know, the low rates that people sort of lock Wearing. in through. Because yep. there's still 550,000 mortgages under 2% um, that by the end of the year will, will have fallen yeah, off. Yeah, right. Um, so there's still a lot of people probably not feeling the pinch so much as as these these high rates uh, are impacting. Um, but the biggest thing that we are seeing is, and, and, and Steve was here probably um, contested with as well, um, is pre-approvals. So real estate agents, when when they're getting offers on on houses, you know, the, one of the first questions they're going to ask you: Have you spoken to a bank? Have you spoken to your broker? Are you pre-approved? Are yep. you paying cash? Because um, these are uh, very big decision makers for the the seller of the house. It's hey, you can get one price with no pre-approval, or yes. it might be five grand cheaper, but they're pre-approved on the bank, so you know that they're actually going to get a, go ahead and actually purchase the house. And and for me, selling, I'd probably take the person with with a, with a pre-approval. Yes. Um, knowing that, okay, it's actually going to be a, a done deal as where you might go 21 days for somebody that hasn't spoken to a bank or broker yet and they're asking for finance extensions and they don't get approved. It's now been a month and a half of yes. um, not being able to sell a house and you know, whether the market's still going up or going back down, down. Um, can be a bit of a concern. So, um, which we did see statistics about um, housing prices. They did go up 0.8% last month. So there's definitely yeah. not a slowing down of um, the housing housing market, um, which again, in turn, we, we talk about, um, like I said, there's 550,000 people that are gonna come off these low rates. Everyone keeps still talking about this market crash, which mm. um, no one's ever seen yet. No. Um, you know, I think there will be the spot bargains that are going to come out, but because yep. of the supply and demand side of things, so there's so many people wanting to buy a house or get into the market or, or even change homes, but there's not that many people selling, So, mm. which is why the real estate market continues to go up. Yeah, and I think um, talking to some of the team from NGU, myself, they, they can attest to the same thing. They still saw strong numbers last month. They had great sales. Um, so the market's definitely not slowing down despite... Yeah some of the rumors that are out there so um i guess and i guess we'll we'll start to wrap up but the last question that i have for you is related to so if you've had bad credit in the past or uh, financing in that space obviously with the higher rates at the moment how how's that working how are people are they still struggling to get finance um is there still ways for those types of people to potentially get into a home um yeah, get yeah. finance so i guess uh, as being a broker we have access to over 50 lenders um so we we talk, often talk about uh, what we call prime banks and then subprime banks. So um, what we've done many loans with people with uh, unpaid defaults, court judgments, ex-bankrupts, getting them home loans, um, you know, day in, day out sort of thing. Yep. The biggest thing about um, getting into the marketplace is, is often just even just making that phone call to a broker to, to go through that financial position and, and actually just have a chat. And we can kind of steer in the right direction, indicate to you how much, I guess, deposit that you need or what income that you can actually afford for yes. um, ultimately by having sort of some issues on your finance you're probably going to pay a slight
slightly higher interest rate. Um, and although mortgages are generally over 30 years, doesn't mean you have to stay with that bank for 30 years. So no, it right. could just be a stepping stone of, um, yep, we get you into the house, you pay sort of a higher premium to do it, and then in 12 months, 18 months or two years, um, we refinance you back to a prime bank and yes. ultimately reduces your repayments um, and you can sort of save a lot of money. But at least the biggest thing is you, your foot's in the door, you, you're actually in the marketplace. Yeah. I guess um, if you are in that kind of position, reaching out to someone like yourselves, um, like Stanford Financial is probably the best way to go. <laughs> Shameless plug, but yeah. still. <laughs> All right, perfect. So thank you for tuning in to hear and see more of On the Couch with Steve. Make sure you subscribe below. Um, special thanks to our guest Steve for coming in and filling in, I guess, while Steve's been away as well. Um, and if you have an opinion about the topic that we've spoken about today, uh, feel free to comment below on the socials. Um, and stay tuned for more. Steve will be back. <laughs>